0: Hey, thanks for your response. Um, I don't know what's going on with the comments and stitches and duets and stuff like that because I think that I have those all on. So I don't know why those aren't working for you. So who knows? Um, Maybe it's also because it's like a comment video, and I think those are different from regular videos. So um, I think um, what you're describing is not a matter of subjectivity, but ambiguity. So I think you said something like not everything that is alive, is a life. And alive and a life, of course, are similar related words. And I think somebody could be a little confused by that. I mean, not everything that's alive is a life. Well, aren't things that are lives alive? What are you talking about? And it comes down to those two terms have different meanings. So like what you're saying is not everything that's biologically alive is A life in the sense that somebody is living a life. Um, This second term of life, we don't really have a great word for that, but there's examples we can get to. So um, it just comes down to what you mean um, and explaining that in clear ways. And people often don't do that. They equivocate or sort of use different meanings with the same word and don't notice that or do it on purpose. And that's bad. But these different meanings uh, yield different arguments. So here's an argument. Embryos are biologically alive. All biologically alive things are wrong to kill. Therefore, embryos are wrong to kill. Well, your point initially was, yes, embryos are biologically alive. You know, if somebody says they're not even alive, well, they're biologically alive. They, um, you know, have the various characteristics of a life of life. But that second premise, like all biologically alive things are wrong to kill or are usually wrong to kill, that's just false, and you can show that with counterexamples. You know, mold is biologically alive. Bacteria is biologically alive. Cancer cells are biologically alive. Um, gnats are biologically alive. All these things are biologically alive, but they are not wrong to kill whatsoever. Now, the second meaning uh, of being alive in a way that you are living a life Um, I guess we can get at this Or we can get at this meaning by thinking about Like you know what if you went into a coma A permanent coma and never came up Or never awoke Um, Would your life end even if your body Remained alive Many people think yeah Um, My life would end if I went into a permanent coma Even if my body remained alive So what do we mean by your life there Well it's like your set of experiences The experiences that you're having That have value for you Um, So Here's the argument. Um, Embryos have a life like that. They have an experiencing life like we do. Anything with an experiencing life like we do, like we have, is usually wrong to kill. So therefore, embryos are usually wrong to kill. Now here, that second premise, you know, anything with an experiencing life like us is usually wrong to kill. That is true. Um, And that's not like a subjective thing. Um, You know, why are you wrong to kill usually? Well, because you are an experiencing subject of a life, some would say. So that premise is true, but the first one, embryos are experiencing subjects of a life, or whatever. You know, embryos live their lives just like you and me do. Um, you and you and I do. No, that's just not true. So, um, in both cases, these arguments are no good, but for different reasons. All right, I have videos on all these things. Um, they also ha- I also have this free book here. Uh, available at abortionarguments.com and it kind of comes down to this a lot of philosophy, a lot of critical thinking comes down to asking like what do you mean because words can have different meanings and the other question is why think that and that is basically asking for arguments based on these words meanings and um, you can learn a little bit about logic that will help you evaluate these arguments alright, I hope this is useful uh, it has become too bright for me now bye Shortcast Club